0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, March 30th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Columbus police are on the hunt for the gunman who shot and killed a man inside of a gym on the west side of the city Tuesday night. Ashley Bornanson has more. Police tell me they do not believe anyone else is in danger here at the Esporta Fitness in Hilliard. But they do say the 23-year-old Tobias Cunningham was shot on the basketball court inside the building. Now within an hour Cunningham died at a local hospital. Now police say the suspect drove away from the scene in a small white vehicle and he is still on the run. They're also working to determine a motive at this time. Homicides are up this year compared to last Last year, we're up to 37 homicides compared to 28 last year. Reporting in Columbus, Ashley Bournanson. East of Cleveland, police in Geauga County are concerned about security in the wake of threats and are asking organizers to cancel Saturday's Drag Queen Story Hour at a church in Chesterland. ONN's Austin Love reports. It's not the first time that the Community Church of Chesterland UCC has received threats. Last weekend, it really did take a major turn when a threat was carried out on church property after the pastor found burn marks on the side of the building. This has many people in the community are unhappy about the church's involvement to host a Drag Queen Story Hour. Despite the outcry, organizers are determined to go on a schedule. There are reports that members of the far-right extremist group The Proud Boys are planning to be at the event on Saturday. There was an incident about 10 miles west of downtown Cincinnati yesterday afternoon. Here's ONN's Tracy Townsend. The city of Cincinnati has lifted a shelter-in-place order after a barge caught fire on the Ohio River. Dozens of firefighters in the U.S. Coast Guard battled the flames. Officials asked everyone living within a half mile of that fire to turn off their HVAC systems and to stay indoors. No one was injured so far. No word on what caused the fire. I'm Tracy Townsend. A state lawmaker has made a procedural move that could force a vote in the Ohio House on a proposal to make it more difficult to amend the state constitution. That could help defeat an effort to pass an abortion rights measure in November. More from ONN's Clay Gordon. Republican State Representative Susan Manchester pulled a discharge petition yesterday. If successful, it would allow the resolution raising the threshold for passing future constitutional amendments from 50% to 60% to bypass the normal committee process. And GOP House Speaker Jason Stevens, who opposes the proposed new threshold. Two earlier attempts by a Republican faction to push the amendment have been stymied. I'm Clay Gordon. A train hauling ethanol and corn syrup derailed and caught fire in Minnesota early this morning, and nearby residents were ordered to evacuate their homes. ONN's Dave James has more. The BNSF train derailed in the town of Raymond, roughly 100 miles west of Minneapolis, at about 1 a.m., according to a statement from the local sheriff. Video shows flames shooting high in the sky. The sheriff says an area within a half mile of the site was evacuated. U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg told CNN that about 14 cars were carrying hazardous materials and that he's received no reports of deaths or injuries. Railroad safety's been in the national spotlight since the derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, on February 3rd. Dave James, ONN News. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost says Norfolk Southern has committed to hiring Ohio companies and workers to handle all future cleanup in East Palestine. Yost says the company agreed to his request to tap Ohioans for the jobs after the governor's executive order, forcing Norfolk Southern to clean up the damage from the derailment. The attorney general has an open lawsuit against Norfolk Southern over the derailment and says this agreement has no bearing on the lawsuit. In Northeast Ohio, another sextortion case has been reported in Streetsboro. Sextortion is an online crime that happens when an adult poses as a same-aged peer to convince a young victim to share explicit photos and then threatens to release the images publicly unless a ransom is paid. ONN's Jay Crawford in Cleveland has more. The police department there says that this is the fourth case since November when high school senior James Woods took his own life when he became a victim of sextortion. The department posted on Facebook saying that the latest victim told their mother who then reported it to police. They also reminded anyone who is being targeted to save any evidence you can. In May, the Streetsboro Police Department will host a mental health and safety forum for all parents. I'm Jay Crawford. Ohio lawmakers are again trying to get a bill passed that would allow for mental health days in school. More from ONN's Amanda Fay. There are 11 other states that already have similar legislation in place. The bill stalled in the last General Assembly. Under the proposal, students would get up to three days off and they would be classified as mental health days. State Representative and former Toledo City Councilperson Michelle Grimm is a co-sponsor and tells WTOL 11 that this would continue to put a focus on our young people and their mental well-being. I'm Amanda Fay. In less than a week, a new law takes effect tightening Ohio's voter ID requirements. But not everyone agrees it's a good idea. The new legislation requires voters to show a state-issued photo ID, removing the option to use bank statements or bills as proof of address. Nick Ramos with voter advocacy group VoteRiders says the new ID requirement makes it harder for lower-income people to cast their ballot. Imposing extra costs like these on the voting process inevitably impacts marginalized voters the most. The driver's license costs, on average, $37.63. If you think about that, that's four hours worth of work at the average state minimum wage. The Secretary of State, Frank LaRose, says nationwide polls conducted in 2021 show people support photo ID before someone casts a ballot to ensure a fair election. In Southern Ohio, seven members of the Adams County Sheriff's Department filed a lawsuit against the rap artist known as Afro Man, claiming invasion of privacy. The plaintiffs say the rapper, whose real name is Joseph Foreman, took video of their faces during an August 2022 raid at his Ohio home and used it without their consent. Police were acting on a warrant that stated drugs would be found on Foreman's property and that trafficking and kidnapping had taken place there. The raid failed to turn up criminal evidence and no charges were filed. Foreman is best known for his songs Because I Got High and Crazy Rap. He's also known for political activism and announced last December he plans to run for president. A women's basketball player from Memphis is still facing an assault charge stemming from an incident at a tournament game last week in Bowling Green. ONN's Tyler Seggerman in Toledo has more. Court documents showed that Memphis's Jemiah Schutz pleaded not guilty in a Bowling Green municipal court. Schutz hit Falcons senior Alyssa Brett in the face during the handshake line after the game. This all went down last Thursday after the BG women beat Memphis at home. BGSU police charged Schutz with the assault. Schutz is a fifth year senior, which means her career essentially ended after their loss to Bowling Green. That's not to say the school still can't issue their own punishment, but they'll wait for a police investigation to finish first. She's due back in court on April 24. In Bowling Green, Tyler Segerman. The Bowling Green women lost to Columbia last night in the program's first ever appearance in the WNIT semifinals. That score was 77 to 70. And it's opening day for all 30 teams in Major League Baseball, with the Reds at home and the Guardians on the road. There are new rules this season to speed up the game. Pitchers and hitters have less time between pitches. It has shortened spring training games by 26 minutes. Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred. We think the changes um, work together in order to promote getting the ball in play, giving fans um, more action, less downtime. There are also restrictions on defensive shifts for fielders. There must be two players on each side of second base and completely on the infield dirt. And the bases are slightly larger to help prevent collisions and to promote base-stealing attempts. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network.